Hi, I'm Annette Richmond. Thanks for joining me for the Smarter Business Moves podcast. If content marketing is part of your growth strategy, head over to my new podcast, Content Marketing School, and visit contentmarketingschoolonline.com for resources. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Smarter Career Moves podcast. I'm Annette Richmond, Executive Resume Writer and Principal of Career Intelligence, Resume Writing, and Career Services. Hi, thanks for joining me. Today I'm going to talk about how to increase your chances of having a successful job search. The key is being prepared. Now, most people don't do something that changes their life without doing a little prep work, research, some planning, some evaluation. Yet many people jump into a job search, a process that could potentially change their life with no preparation. They start looking at job boards before revising their resume. They stumble on what they consider a dream job and then scramble to pull together a resume or maybe find a professional writer who can turn it around in 24 hours. Most experienced resume writers don't work that way. If they do agree to a two to three day timeframe, it comes with a hefty surcharge. These people don't have a recruiter ready LinkedIn profile either. One that will help them stand out from the tens of thousands of people with similar backgrounds that are on LinkedIn. They start going to job interviews without deciding on their salary expectation or even what type of benefits they're expecting. They may not even have a clear understanding of what they want in a new position. These are all big mistakes. A job search requires as much preparation as any other big move. Here are seven steps you should take before beginning your job search. I'll share a few other episodes that provide more in-depth info on a few of these steps as well. Number one is update your resume. Get your resume in order before you start looking. While everyone has heard it's essential to always have an updated resume, most people don't. They end up sending out an old, revamped, task-focused resume and wonder why they don't get any responses. Unfortunately, compelling results-driven resumes don't get written overnight. Most qualified resume writers are booked weeks in advance. As I mentioned, if they do agree to a quick turnaround, and many do not, there is going to be a rush fee. So to learn how to create a compelling resume that lands jobs, listen to episode eight, how to create resume content that gets results. Number two, update your LinkedIn profile. Your LinkedIn profile is an essential tool in your job search toolbox. Every day, thousands of recruiters are on LinkedIn searching for candidates to fill open positions. If you have a skeleton profile, it's unlikely your profile will be seen, even if you are qualified. A strong resume isn't enough. Employers who are interested after reviewing your resume will likely visit your LinkedIn profile hoping to learn more about you. They won't be impressed with a profile that includes a headline, some job titles, but little else. Work on your profile before you start looking. Finish that about section you've been meaning to write for six months. 
Fill out job descriptions and be sure to optimize with some keywords. To learn how to create a better LinkedIn profile, listen to episode three, five ways to make your LinkedIn profile more effective. Number three, update your online photos. Even if you have an optimized LinkedIn profile, not having a headshot will definitely hurt you. The most common reason for not including a headshot or using an old outdated headshot is fear of age discrimination. But the thing is, when people don't have headshots, readers wonder why not. They wonder if the person is trying to hide something. Often, recruiters and employers will just move on to the next candidate. Putting up a photo on social media that includes LinkedIn is essential. Professional headshots are nice if you have the budget. But if you don't, a clear photo taken with a smartphone will work just fine too. Before uploading it, run your photo through Photo Feeler. That's photofeeler.com to get some objective opinions. People who know you look at your headshot and they see it um, as they know you. So their opinion is not objective. This is one of the most inexpensive ways to get some objective opinions. Don't forget to put up a background photo as well. Having LinkedIn's generic blue background makes you look generic too. Number four, clean up your social media. Social media readiness is twofold. First, review your online presence to make sure there will be no surprises when an employer starts checking you out online. You might be surprised what a simple Google search will uncover. Next, set your privacy settings on high. You still might want to remove any particularly damaging photos as you can't be sure what a search will turn up. Then start using your social media to impress potential employers. Stop whining online. That includes things like complaining about every restaurant you visit because nobody wants to work with that person. Join LinkedIn groups and participate in conversations. Share articles and information via LinkedIn status updates so you can stay on top of mind with your contacts. Post articles on LinkedIn to demonstrate your industry knowledge and establish yourself as a thought leader. Number five, prep for salary questions. Although in some states it's now illegal to ask your current salary, recruiters are still going to ask you about your salary expectations. All jobs have a salary range and recruiters need to know if you fall into that range. If the top of the range is 175,000 and you're looking for 225,000, it's unlikely that you will be considered a viable candidate, no matter how awesome you are. Conduct research to learn the appropriate market rate for your target positions. There are many sites, including salary.com, where you can find that information. Talk to people who work in the field. Decide on a salary that you can live with before beginning your job search. Always keep in mind that only the perfect candidates, known as purple squirrels, will be offered salaries at the top of the range. If you have less experience than they're looking for, or the experience is, say, in a different industry, or if you lack proficiency in a few of the skills, you will not be offered the top salary. When negotiating salary, remember that you may be able to get more vacation or the ability to work from home on Fridays in lieu of more money. To learn more about how to respond to the salary question, Listen to episode 10, Show Me the Money, How to Answer the Salary Question. Number six, 
Establish your criteria in your next position. Remember, salary is only one piece of the compensation package. Make sure you factor in all types of benefits in the equation. When putting together your list of criteria, think about things like having a flexible schedule or tuition reimbursement, some professional development, the opportunity for growth, commuting time, the chance to telecommute, even if it's only one day a week. Make a list of five or six things that are high on your list. This will make it easier for you to evaluate jobs and eventually job offers during the job search process. An offer that includes a $15,000 salary bump may sound great, but if the company's medical benefits will cost $5,000 more a year but cover less and you won't be reimbursed for education, it might not be such a great deal after all. Back when I was working in corporate, I made this mistake myself. I took a job with a big bump in salary. Unfortunately, the salary bump didn't cover the extremely high medical benefits. My previous job had great low-cost health benefits, tuition reimbursement, and more. And it wasn't long before I regretted making the move. Number seven, and this is also really important, alert your contact. It's not a good idea to tell anyone you work with. Even if you think they're trustworthy, they may inadvertently slip. Even if they don't tell anyone, you're really putting them in an awkward position. You should alert your friends and family that you're beginning a job search. Make it easy for them to help you by being specific about what you're looking for in a target position. Instead of saying things like, please keep your eyes open for me because I'm looking for a new job, say, I'm looking for a position as a VP of marketing with a mid-sized company. Please keep your eyes open for that. Create a list of target companies these are your top employers, the ones that you would really want to work for. And ask who in your circle may know someone who works for them. You may find out that your cousin's husband works for your dream employer. As soon as you start getting the urge to change, develop a plan. While it's tempting to begin looking at opportunities and updating the resume you used 10 years ago, try to resist it. People think about climbing the career ladder, but the truth is, you're really climbing the career pyramid. There are lots of entry-level positions, less at the management level, and still fewer at the top. Competition gets tougher as you advance in your career. You'll be more successful with a compelling, eye-catching modern resume and an optimized LinkedIn profile. You'll be more effective during job interviews if you've determined your salary requirements in advance, and you'll get more help from friends and family by being specific about your target position. Thanks again for joining me today and good luck with your job search. Thanks again for joining us for the Smarter Career Moves podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe. Thank you.